0: Welcome to our Together on Mission podcast, where we seek to be with and like Jesus, as we begin a conversation with Jesus in the morning through scripture, prayer, and meditation, and then continue that conversation with Him throughout the day. Your host is Travis Twineman, the pastor at the Inland Vineyard Church in Corona, California. In this season of the podcast, we're going to be journeying through the Old Testament book of First and Second Kings. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Daily Together on Mission podcast. We're in 2 Kings chapter 6. We're going to be there in just a moment. And the title of the podcast is Prepare a Great Feast. And I'm just warning all of you, you're not going to like this podcast. I'm not going to like this podcast. So this is the moment. Do something else with the next 10 minutes hit the eject button, go to a different podcast, pull the ripcord. This is the last moment because although what we're going to talk about is life and leads to life, it's certainly not the move that we want to make. And so last chance. So we're going to be a bit surprised by this story this morning and we're going to think, wait a minute, is that in the Old Testament? That sounds very Jesus-esque and it is. This is one of the moments in the Old Testament where the curtain is pulled and you see what God is really after with his people, what he's really going after, what he's really trying to do. And so the question I want to ask us before we get into this story is who is making war on you or who has made war on you who's after you who's doing you dirty who's making life a little bit more miserable for you than it needs to be who's not listening to you that should not respecting you and they ought to you know they're not valuing you and they they need to or they're talking bad about you or manipulating or controlling or they've been hurting you for years who's treating your children the way that you do not want your children to be treated. I don't know about you, but it's one thing for someone to make war against me. It's another thing if they do that to Angie or Caleb or Levi or Tally. So who is your enemy? Maybe they've been an enemy for days or months or years Who, when you think about them or when their name comes up, your stomach just kind of tightens up a little bit. And, and what would you like to do to them? Don't answer that. And again, we're, we're going to be a bit surprised that we find this story in the old Testament, but, but here we go. Second Kings chapter six, verse eight. Now the King of Aram, and this was a neighboring nation, not a, not a huge nation, but a nation that wanted to be huge and take over Israel's territory. Now, the king of Aram was at war with Israel. He had made war on Israel. Now, we're not going to read the whole chapter. You can go back and read it, but the prophet Elisha is getting insight from God throughout this entire chapter on what the king of Aram is telling his generals. And so... Israel keeps outsmarting Aram and his army because God is giving the prophet Elijah insight and Elijah is telling the king of Israel. And so the king of Aram is completely confused. But as the story ensues, because of what God has spoken through the prophet to the king of Israel, the band of Aramean soldiers end up in Samaria uh, at the edge of the Israelite swords, God has outsmarted the king of Aram and his raiding parties as God protects Israel. And so we pick things up in chapter 6, verse 21. When the king of Israel saw them, in other words, he saw the Arameans that had made war on Israel right at the edge of Israelite swords. When he saw them, he says to Elijah, Shall I kill them, my father? Shall I kill them? Verse 22, Do not kill them, Elijah answered. Would you kill those you have captured with your own sword and bow? And of course, the king of Israel is thinking, well, yes, that's what we do to our enemies, to those that have made war against us. And Elisha says, no, no, set food and water before the troops that they may eat and drink and then go back to their master So the king of Israel obeyed the word of the Lord through Elijah. He prepared a great feast for these soldiers, for the enemy. And after they had finished eating and drinking, he sent them away and they returned to their masters, to their king. So the bands from Aram stopped raiding Israel's territory. What a story. And again, it's one of those stories where the curtain is pulled back and we see what God is really after with his people, which comes to a crescendo with Jesus of Nazareth. But what does the king of Israel want to do? Exactly what we want to do. Retaliate, fight back, deal with your enemy. I mean, that's what Israel wanted to do. Israel wanted to run the Aramean soldiers through with their sword. And we want to run through with our sword, whatever that looks like, those that have run us through with their sword. We want to retaliate, right? Those that have talked bad about us, we want to talk bad about them. Those that have stonewalled us, we want to stonewall them, right? Whatever, whatever your tactics are in dealing with your enemy, right? We want to do to them what they have done to us. The last thing we want to do is be generous and uh, prepare a feast for them and return good for evil. And we may want to think for a moment, how do we think about or talk about or act toward those that are functioning as our enemies? And so the prophet Elisha, right, the word of the Lord says, feed them, give them something to eat, return good For evil, a soft answer turns away wrath. And so that's what the king of Israel did, obedient to the word of the Lord, didn't want to do it, but trusted that if that's what God has called him to do, that that is ultimately going to lead to life. And notice in verse 23, the the Aramean raiding party stopped raiding Israel. So it worked. I mean, imagine that. Loving enemies actually worked being obedient to the word of the Lord. You know, when I and and you've experienced this, I've experienced this, when we run our enemies through with a sword, whatever that looks like, there's always gonna be another enemy. There's always gonna be another enemy that crops up in our lives because it's true, whatever we measure out will be measured back to us. What goes around comes around. So as we deal with enemies with the sword or the way that they deal with us, another one's just gonna crop up. But what if we choose a different route? What if we go a different route with an enemy? What if we listen to the word of the Lord? What if we, and I, know, I told you you're not gonna like this podcast, what if we prayed for them? What if we talked good about them? What if we thought the best about them? What if we returned good for evil? What if we prepared a feast for them, whatever that would look like, and that's gonna look different, but what if we loved what if we chose a different path than the path that has got us right here where we are right now, kind of tied up and notched because of the enemies and those that have made war on us. And, you know, I'm not going to like this question that I'm about to ask, and you're not going to like this question, but who is the Aramean soldiers in our life? Who's made war on us or made life difficult or made life difficult for our children? What does it look like to prepare a feast for them? And we might think it takes a lot of strength to run an enemy through with our sword, but true strength is the ability to love, to speak kindly about an enemy. And that might just change everything. It might just change our hearts. It might change our lives. It might change the world. And that's exactly what happened when Jesus did just that for you and for me. And so this is a story that points directly to what God himself, who, by the way, is the happiest being on the face of the earth, does toward his enemies and continues to do. So today, let's walk, let's talk with Jesus. Let's seek to prepare a great feast, whatever that looks like, for those that are seeking to run us through with their sword. And we'll talk tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Together on Mission podcast. We hope you were blessed and encouraged by it today. If you had any questions about the Inland Vineyard Church, our ministries, or our Sunday services, feel free to connect with us on social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram, or check out our website at inlandvineyard.org.